Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Big Girl Panties. I'm Shayna here with Priya. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Shayna, I have a complex. I have What's a, the complex? Like, okay, I'm not Unload. okay. Because, because, because I listened back to a few of our past episodes and I realized that whenever I say hey at the beginning, I sound yeah. like the biggest, like, like valley girl. Like I just inhaled helium and like... <laughs> Like walked through like a pink forest full of like bows or like I, I just I'm like I, I say it like hey and I, I it's not me I don't know why I do it like I don't know why I'm like hey like I don't it's talk like, like that no but you know it's like okay you know when you meet someone for the first time your voice is higher like I feel like it's a safety thing okay so I really do guys, have a complex you do you do have a complex uh, I can't help you sis. <laughs> No, but like, do you think, cause I, I think this is weird. I don't know why this is popping into my head all of a sudden, but I feel like girls make their voices high. Okay. And I don't mean to generalize, but I feel like girls make their voices higher and guys will like make their voices deeper. Yeah. I would like say that's on, true. On purpose. Yeah. But then it's like, in all honesty, I love a deep girl talking voice. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that sound on TikTok where it's like, guys don't ask you out. And she's like, yeah, they do ask me out. I just don't go. Yeah. Her voice. That's Haley Steinfeld. She's my favorite actress, by the way. But um, her voice is like a bit deeper. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, I know. What you I mean. just love it. I know. What like you mean. my voice is high. <laughs> I wish it was deeper sometimes. My talking voice, not my singing voice. Yeah. I wish my singing voice was higher. Anyway. No, like I, I totally get that. I really do. So that's why I'm just, I don't, I don't know. I'm so confused. That's why it is. You're like, it's okay. So we'll now I'm it, like sitting you know? here. And I took like a mental note, like, okay, I have to make a concerted effort to not say hey like that and say it <laughs> closer to how I would normally say it. But then because I was thinking about it, it just it came out weird still. It was like, hey. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's okay. Know. We forgive you. I'm not okay. So, I just like cut you off. I'm like, so answer my question. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Swiftly right along. No, I just say what's been bringing you joy lately. Like, what's up? What's Give bringing me, me joy? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to switch it up, you know? I, I don't know what to tell you, Shayna. I, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. No, my, my life is not That's terrible. Okay. I just don't know if I have an answer. I, I think That's I'm coasting. Okay. okay. You know what? Okay, this is my answer. Go into that. Because I go feel ahead, like ahead. I'm at that point in the winter. Mm-hmm. Where I've just given up. <laughs> like, I'm done caring. I'm done trying, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry that, like, I know. I'm not there, but I know what you mean. You're not there? No, I'm really, like, I'm I'm just, like, there gets to a point where I'm fully, like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm just sitting here until it's over. But I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not there yet. Mm. But I, I could see how you would be. Yeah. Like it has been long. It has been. You know, in the beginning of like the winter, like late fall, you know, you're like, oh, I'm gonna wear all these cute outfits and lair and like cozy yeah. clothes and all this kind of stuff. And now I'm just like, no, I don't care about looking cute. It's leggings and hoodies. That's it. Well, yeah. It like, has I'm, to I'm be. done. I'm <laughs> over it. I'm not trying to look cute. I don't care. Like mentally, I'm someplace sunny and my body is just here still trying to stay warm. Yes. That's it. 
It's like we're at the point where it's a matter of survival. Yeah. Like I always wish we lived in like a Chicago or like a Boston or somewhere where it's like lightly mm. snowing and like cold enough that you you need the sweater and you need the thick like puffer jackets. Like, you know, that good Aritzia puffer jacket, if you feel me. Mm-hmm. Like you need it. But it's not like you're freezing. Like here, you can't get away with that. Like I'm wearing tights and 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 stockings underneath my sweatpants because mm-hmm. I'm so cold. Mm-hmm. You know what I've always found really funny? You know, those YouTube videos or like TikToks or Instagram, whatever, of mm-hmm. all those like influencer people in LA and they're talking about like their winter wardrobe and how like the LA air finally has a cool crisp to it. And they're like showing off all their totally impractical boots and like light cropped, you know, jackets and stuff like, oh, this will keep me warm. And I'm sitting there watching it. Like, tell me what you think, you know, (laughs) about the cold, you know, nothing, nothing at all. Uh, Well, No, but I have a counter argument because for them, it is genuinely cold. Like for us, it's a cakewalk, but for them, they're freezing. So it's like, I'll give them that. Like when they're like, Ooh, like sweater weather. Yeah. Like, let me grab my red scarf. (laughs) I don't accept it. it, I don't accept it. But it's like, that's what they know. But like, okay, here's the thing. Sweater weather is not cold. Like but if, for them, if, it is. If you can get away if, with wearing if, just a sweater, it's not cold. It is though, because if you're if you don't have to wear a sweater ninety percent of the time, it's a jolt. If you have to wear a sweater, no, no. Cold is when it just snowed so much that like you can't open your front door and walk to your car. Well, that's cold for us, and I'm not. I'm like that we obviously have it worse. Like I'm not saying we don't have it worse, Mm -mm. but I just, I like, I'll let them have their moment, you know? When city transit is abandoning their buses in the streets because of the snow. Right. That's cold. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we were driving, um, we had to drop something off in Toronto this week and passed on like one, one road, like 12 abandoned TTC buses. And I was like, it looks like we had an apocalypse and not a snowstorm. Like that's true. Torontonians cannot handle their snow at all. Mm-mm. I was shocked. I was like, "You all are complaining about that." Because to me, I'm looking around. I'm like, "It's not actually that much snow." But but at the time, I guess it because was, it's though. like they're not used to it as well. Like we get that like where we are, but like it like downtown Toronto, it's not typically that snowy. It's just like you're not prepared for it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I was shocked. It literally looked like the apocalypse hit. No, it did. It seriously did. We we were <laughs> snow snow snow. <laughs> we were so snowed in here too. Actually, the people who manage our building. Yeah. I feel like I just complain about them all the time. They're terrible. But they You have reason to. I do. I do. <laughs> it's it, terrible. No, they didn't send anybody to come and plow the parking lot. So everybody here <gasps> was literally stranded um, until like the evening after the snowstorm because they didn't send anybody. Like we couldn't get our car, like nothing. Like we were literally stranded. So I called them and I was like, so I'm looking at the parking lot. (laughs) Like, are you guys like, have you hired somebody for snow removal? Like what's, what's happening here? Cause like we're all stuck. 
And they were like, oh, yeah, well, um, you know, technically speaking, we actually have 24 hours um, for like snow removal. And I'm like, "Okay, even if that is the case, I'm sure you and I can both agree on the fact that that's just not realistic. Like, yeah, people have places they need to go. People have work that they need to get to in order to pay to live in this building. Like. It's ridiculous. And the way that our parking lot is set up, it's just one like narrow little driveway going in and out Mm -hmm. of the parking lot. So I'm like, if there was an emergency here, like what would we like? What what are we supposed to do? What would like what would happen? Like nothing can get in and we can't get out. So if there was an emergency, what are we supposed to do? And she's like, oh, Yes, that is a good point. I will call the snow removal, whatever, and I'll have them come up. And I'm like, okay, you do that. <laughs> I'm like baffled though, because was she seriously planning to wait 24 they hours have. just because she can? They have. Like, they literally, they, no, they have. They wait in hopes that like it'll melt and then they won't have to pay someone to come and do it. Do they not realize that when it melts and then the temperature drops again at night, it's just going to make it harder for them to remove? Like, get it while it's fluffy. (laughs) (laughs) Get it while it's fluffy. Yeah, I don't know. But no, that's... No, they're they're ridiculous. They're seriously ridiculous. Yeah, that's next level. I'm sorry to hear that. So I understand. Um, So that's what's not been bringing you joy. You know what is bringing me joy? (laughs) Shayna, blankets. What? Blankets. Okay, tell me more. That's it. Like, no, like, I need details. What's your favorite blanket? Like, color, texture, fabric, anything. Oh like, you know, I like a, a good dish. Soft, fluffy, literally cozy. Is it like a flannel blanket? Is it double No, lined? no, like, it's I'm still one not of those. getting enough here. <laughs> it's one of those ones that's like, um, that's like that, like, really soft, almost like slippery, like, feeling. No, okay, it's not okay. slippery, but like, ugh. <laughs> What's the I, word? I low-key feel like I know what you're talking about. Though. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like fleece. Like, like as but if like, you rub it between your fingers, it, it like, just it like glides. glides around. It's glidey. Is it one of those ones where if you run your palm down it one way, it looks like it goes darker and then yeah, another kind way of, it kind like flattens of. back out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could like draw shapes. Yes. I don't know if anyone else does that or if I'm weird. No, no, I do that. I, like, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> when I was little, I would play like X's and O's with myself. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I still do that, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> fine, I do too. <laughs> but yeah, and then on the other side, it's like kind of like soft and like fuzzy, furry kind of feeling. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. Actually, it was so okay, cute. One of my one of my little sisters in law got it for me for Christmas. Pretty adorable. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I've been living under blankets, so that's bringing me joy. Nice. I love it. On to you. <laughs> Oh, a million years later. <laughs> What's bringing you joy, nice. Shayna? <laughs> um, so many things, uh, but probably mainly books. Mm. Books have been bringing me a lot of joy. I finished my fourth book of the month today. Dang. Which is like, yeah, pretty, pretty decent, I feel like. Um, and yeah, I've just been in a very reading mood. I've been reading 
but like before I go to bed and it's just like a really nice time. I like wind down. I put my eucalyptus in my diffuser. I turn my lights on to like the red color mm-hmm. um, because apparently that helps your body make serotonin to help you relax and sleep. Really? And plus we're also exposed to a lot of blue light during the day. So it's good to have red light before bed. It helps your eyes and things like that. Interesting. And then I like, I like get all cozied up and I read and I love when my room is like slightly brisk, like brisk enough that I have to add extra blankets on top of my comforter, you yeah. know? Like I'd rather be cold and have to bundle up to sleep than for the room to just be the right temperature. Like where's the fun in that? No, I, I agree. You know? I would rather, like my preference is to sleep in a colder room, but have mm. the weight on me of like a lot of heavy blankets. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, I think that's been bringing me joy. Like the environment that I've been creating for reading and just reading in general, um, hanging out with my family. My parents are back and they're out of there. They had to quarantine when they traveled oh, yeah, until true. they got their, their PCR tests back from the airport. Cause they were randomly selected, lucky them <laughs> to do a second test at the airport. So now they're out of isolation. Um, and so yeah, it, that's bringing me a lot of joy too. It's good to like spend time with them and be with them mm-hmm. um, and like hear all the fun stuff about their trip. It was so weird. We were like FaceTiming in the house because they were like downstairs in the guest room and like like we were completely all separated and it felt like they weren't even here still. It was so weird. That is so strange. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, just my family being all back together in books. That's what's bringing me joy. Love that for you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Do the books Let's get into our BGP moment? Yeah, I was gonna say, oh. do the books have anything to do with your BGP moment? No. Okay. But you first. <laughs> oh, okay, me first. Um, okay, big life update. Ooh. So I got a job. Which is Love hilarious because like how many times in the last like four months have I said that? <laughs> Honestly. All I can say from that is I'm so impressed with how, like, you're so all of obviously qualified, but also so likable. Like you, I feel like you managed to get jobs so well. Like it's impressive. Hey, fake it till you make it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. Well, congratulations. Thank you. But this time I actually feel good about it though. Like I actually feel, Yeah. yeah. Like I actually feel good about this. I feel like, like the people are cool. I feel like it's something that I'm like really interested in, something that I, like I'm going to learn a lot from. So I'm actually kind of excited about this one. So mm-hmm. I'm crossing my That's fingers. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So. Oh, I love that. I you. know. I'm I'm like, I'm really hoping that in another, you know, three episodes, I'm not on here like, so I quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Though. Like, you know what? It's real life. And, you know, I'm sure there's other people that have had the same things happen. It's like. It is what it is. I just, I like hearing about it. I think it's relatable. I mean, not that I want to keep hearing about it. Like if you're happy in your job, like sis, I'm happy for you too. But also like, don't, don't feel bad. If in a few more episodes you come back and you're like, so I quit. Like yeah. such is life. I just, uh, yeah. But I, I do feel good about this one though. So I'm really happy. Yeah, to hear that. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. But what about you? Tell me about your big girl panty moment. Okay. Um, oh, she sighed. My big girl. <laughs> it's because it's more of like a learning moment, which I've had a lot of those over the course of our <laughs> big girl panty moments together. But I 
I'm definitely learning to be patient. And I think that's kind of funny because I've never actually had, well, in evaluating, I've never had a problem with being patient with other people, like, or being patient waiting for like, let's say a package to come in. Like, I'm not an impatient person, but I realize I'm very impatient when it comes to myself. So I have been kind of going through it um, in a very messy and ugly kind of way sometimes um, with this like learning to be patient and learning um, to, to be, yeah, to just wait. And I think I got to a place where God kind of tied my hands behind my back and said, sit down until I tell you to get up. And it sucks. Like I'm sitting here and just trying to fight and to to be okay with the fact that like it's not like I, it's out of my hands and to just let myself be and to let myself, yeah, just be, I guess. And, and like, it's, it's very uncomfortable and it's been very hard. Like I said, I've been going through it. Um, but when I am thinking about it, I'm like, I'm glad that I'm going through this really hard time right now. And I'm glad that I feel so uncomfortable because it means that I'm changing and I'm refining and, I, I, yeah, like I can't be happier than to know that that's something that's happening. Um, but it can definitely be very difficult to sit here and to feel like I'm angry at myself or to feel like I, something I should be like, I'm shooting myself constantly. Like you should this and you should that. And it's like, no, I have to just be patient and and give myself time. Um, and sorry, I'm rambling now, but there's like a, a Bible verse that has kept coming up in my head and it, it's, he has made everything beautiful in its time. I think it's Ecclesiastes chapter three or something like that. That's not the whole verse, but um, that has been popping into my head. And, and so something I've been like reminding myself is like this idea that beautiful things take time and like, it's, I just have to be patient and I have to wait on it. And as ugly as it is and as messy as it gets and as uncomfortable as it is, like, I'm really happy to be going through it. So I think that's my roundabout <laughs> BGP moment. Beautiful things take time. Yeah. I like that. I really, truly. Yeah. That's intriguing I'm believing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're I, all feeling that. <laughs> I think we are. Actually, I have a tweet that proves that we're all, to an extent, I have a tweet that's the precursor to that beautiful things take time thought. Okay. That's not my tweet. Um, it's just a tweet. <laughs> a tweet. I am not on the tweeter. Uh, <laughs> she outsourced. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, I outsourced. <laughs> Check our work cited. <laughs> Linked in the show notes. Um <laughs> In APA format, in case you cared. Uh, where is it? I wrote it down. Okay. Well, okay. It's not really about beautiful things take time, but I think I think that it kind of is, again, like I said, the precursor to it. So it's like this person said, is anyone else scared that they're running out of time to craft the kind of life they'd always hoped they live or they'd live? Um, and when I saw it and I saw the comments under it, it was like people... It's funny because it was like a bunch of people trying to convince themselves almost that like, no, 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 we could still do it. But like the 
all I could think about it was again, like the beautiful things take time. Like we're all sitting here being like, ah, like what's happening. But it really is a slow process. And that's, there's beauty in waiting as much as we don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My brain is like processing right now. That's okay. Take your time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Read, read that again. Read the beginning part of that again. Is anyone else scared that they're running out of time to craft the kind of life they'd always hoped they'd live? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think yes. we're all scared about it. <laughs> yeah. You know why? I feel like when why? I was young, like you don't like maybe it's just a me thing. I don't think it is. But like when you're young, you don't have any real perception of time and age. Right. Yeah. So like when I was young, I remember looking at people who were 20 and being like, oh, my gosh, 20, like that's so old, like 20, like that's an adult. You know, by the time I'm 20, I'm going to have this and I'm going to be doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously that's unrealistic. Like, obviously that's, you know, ridiculous. And now as an, an actual adult, I know that. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like because I had those ideas in my head for so long from such a young age that now I am, like now that I am an adult and now that I could actually be doing those things, the fact that I'm not or the fact that I don't have those things makes me feel like, well, what's wrong? Like, what am I waiting for? Because I'm running out of time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think I think everyone feels like that, honestly. Um, and it's like, I think, sorry, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts. It's funny, we're always like, I'm processing. <laughs> but basically what I'm what I'm thinking is like the reason we all feel that way is because we're taught to expect the beautiful thing and not expect the process towards it. Mm. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so we we keep an eye out for the arrival rather than the travel period. We we want to be like boom it should just appear and and we forget to take a step back and to like go through the dirty messy dirt <laughs> process. And then so everything just feels like okay, why aren't I doing this? I'm scared. Why isn't this happening? And it's because we haven't we haven't been conditioned or we don't even recognize the time in between that is supposed to be there. It's supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. Dang. <laughs> I'm having like whole yeah. epiphanies right now. <laughs> okay. Talk about it. Let's hear it. I don't know. Verbal. I just... <laughs> Verbal processing. Like, oh my gosh. No, it's just, I'm really just thinking about, like, okay, I'm 27. Mm -hmm. Comparatively speaking, that's young, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, 14-year-old me thought 27 was, like, 
old, you know? And I, and I think, well, I know I just thought about like all the things that I assumed that I would have by now or be doing by now or whatever. But again, being so young, didn't think about everything it would take to have those things or to be doing those things or to be in that place or whatever. Like, I don't think I didn't think about the process and why would I? I was like itty bitty, you know? Yeah. So like, (laughs) (laughs) so like I, oh my gosh. Well, like, okay. There, there was a point in time when I thought that I would be like married at 22 and then like be done having kids by the time I was 30. Mm -hmm. Let's all laugh together. (laughs) Like like that obviously isn't going to happen. Or I thought like, oh yeah, I would have my dream job by, you know, 25 or 26 or something like that. Like, and here I am talking about like job hopping. (laughs) I don't, I, oh my gosh, I'm happy. Yeah. Wow. But you know you know what though? Like, even if you had gotten married and had kids by 22 or whatever it was, you would have, well, I can't say this with certainty, but I'm going to assume that to an extent there would have been a part of you that still felt like, okay, well now I have to do, like, there's always the next thing. There's always another part of the life that we want that we can be building. Right. And so I think to an extent, you'd probably still feel this way. In a different way, but still. No, I can tell you with certainty that I. Yeah, I can tell you with certainty that I would feel that way because if I had gotten married at 22, at this age now, 27, I would be starting afresh, like all over again. Because if I had married the person that I was with when I was 22, I'd be divorced now. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be even farther behind than I am now. (laughs) Me laughing and picturing this person like, it's so true. If you know, you know. Honestly, if you made it to 27 and we're just getting divorced, I would have been shook. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, but no. What, what I'm saying though, in all that, I think something that we fail to think about is that it's good to be scared. And that's what I'm learning right now. It's so good if you're sitting there like, I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm behind on this. Maybe I'm not doing enough of that. Because if you think you're not doing enough, it means that you're willing to put in the effort. Mm -hmm. And it means that you're uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable means that you're ready to change. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it can be, I think we're also conditioned to flee from any form of fear, whether that being shutting down or whether that being like, you know, distracting yourself or or like busy work that's really not helping you at all. Like we, we respond to fear in a way that's not helpful to us, I guess, in simple terms. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I'm like actively trying to pull myself out of the spiral that I was just in. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, I, I, I get that. I do. And you know what I think I'm realizing too is all of those kind of like cheesy cliche sayings that I've always heard are true. Like cheesy and cliche as they are, they're true. Like, you know, the whole idea of like wake up every morning and realize that like you might not be where you want to be, 
But like what little step can you take today to just put you like get you a little bit further or like a little bit Mm -hmm. closer and like to not live in the fear of like, oh, this is so daunting. I'm never going to get there. But like it's fine that I'm not there. Like I'm I'm here. Enjoy here. Like what little thing can I – I don't know. I No, I get that. Um, actually that made me think, what are some, can you think of like other cliche advice you've been given that's like actually works? Because sometimes I think we're scared to say the quote unquote cliche things, but sometimes you actually need to hear them. And I think sometimes it'd be like, I just would love to hear like something else. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes I, sometimes I need someone to just say the cheesy thing. Mm -hmm. And then we can go, ew, and, like, have the ick together. Mm-hmm. But, like, after, like, okay, I needed that. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea of, like, like enjoy the moment. Like, stop and smell the roses. For me, I feel that. Because I think when you're, like, striving towards goals that you have, it's easy to just get so wrapped up in thinking about the goal and getting there. And, like, getting to Mm -hmm. that point that you don't just, like, stop and enjoy the moment you're in now. Like, it's Mm -hmm. cheesy, but I feel that. Yeah. I love that. What about you? That's what I'm, like, trying to think of that right now. (laughs) Me asking the question and having a zero (laughs) answer. Uh, (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. It's, like, right now, I feel like this whole beautiful things take time is something that I'm truly clinging to, Right. But I feel like that phrase in itself is a little cheesy. Like I can picture walking into some auntie's house and seeing that decaled on the Mm. wall. You know, those like ones that you stick literally onto the wall with like some lily or some like daffodil Mm -hmm. like curving off to the side. And I know you're all picturing it with me, right? Yeah. And like somewhere in the corner too on the coffee table, it's like a live, laugh, love sign. Oh, of Mm -hmm. course. And then like in the kitchen, there's one of those like coffee with the heart above the little coffee machine, you know? Like just probably wooden with like twine holding it up. But yeah. anyway, oh, you, you understand yeah. our picture Farmhouse here. is raging. Yeah. It, yes. Okay. But it's like, why? It's true. And I think the reason it's become cliche is because people say it so much, but people say it so much because it's the truth. Mm-hmm. That was so cyclic, but you understand yeah. what I'm saying. So I think that is my cheesy, chuggy advice. It's like, beautiful things take time. And to remember that, and this is not part of the phrase, but like, again, like I said earlier, to remember that like, it's not supposed to, the time is not what's beautiful. The end result is what's beautiful. So it's like- I mean, the time can be beautiful. Well, this is what I'm trying to say. The time can be beautiful. And like, when you say stop and smell the roses, I'm not saying that there are no roses to stop and smell. But what I will also say is it's okay if you look around and there ain't a rose in sight. Like, it's okay. Like, I think if you can be able to confront your feelings and be able to realize I'm in this awful time right now, but I will get through it. And that's the, I think that's the other cliche thing. It's like, you will get through it. And I mean, no one promised how you're going to get through it. You could get out of it completely, like utterly wasted, broken apart, but like, <laughs> The fact is you'll get through mm-hmm. it. So I think that those are two things. Like the beautiful things take time and like you will get through it 
are some things that, yeah, as cheeky as they are, they help me. I think it's just this stage of life. You hear like beautiful things take time and you're like, okay, I believe that that's true. Beautiful things take time, but how much time? (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's something that we have to release. Like, why do we always put time frames on everything? Mm -hmm. Like, and I do it too. Well, I'm honestly, and that's another part of my BGP moment again. And sorry, I keep going back to it, but it's just, it's consuming me right now. But it's like, that is something I'm learning. Like who defines like when you're like, okay, but this is taking too long. Like by whose standards? But okay. Sometimes though, I think it's by our own standards because how many times were you asked or how many times have you been asked, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? Yeah. Or like we've been told you should have a five-year plan. You should have a 10-year plan. You know what I mean? Like, have you been asked that before? Yeah. And not not in those specific words, but like the essence Mm -hmm. of it, yes. I mean, I've been asked literally exactly like that. Like, what's your five-year plan? And I've like, so then you have to come up with one. So then you have an answer. And I feel like thinking that far ahead in time, like you make those plans and you have those ideas based on that, like, you know, structure of where you want to be in five or 10 years. And then like the time is getting closer and like, now you only have two years. Now you only have one year. And now it's like six months till that five years. And then you're like, I'm not where I said I was going to be, you know? No, I, I do. Do you think like, how do I want to phrase this? Um, do you think there's a way to like have the goals, but not the expectations. Like to say, these are goals that I would ideally like to have accomplished in five years, but I'm removing the expectation piece. Like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but I will know within my heart that I did everything I could to try my best. Because I think it's like, if you don't have a goal, I feel like you kind of lose sight of what you're doing. And I think goals help you not spiral sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm getting like stuffy. That's so weird. But if you, I think if you have the goal and you pair it with such a strong expectation, and I think that expectation is like kind of that pressure you feel when people ask you, what's your five-year plan and things like that. I think that's when things start to go awry. So do you think that you can have one without the other? Yeah. I mean, if I were to word that, I would say like having the goal without the pressure. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the expectation, like, obviously, if you have a goal, you have that goal with the expectation that you want to reach it. But I think it's yeah. the pressure of, like, like the, like, like the angst. It's almost like angst. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know I do. You know what? I think what I want to remove is the expectation of what it's going to look like getting there. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really need to release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that it's actually going to take you five years to reach the goal at the end of your five-year plan. <laughs> yeah. Because if it doesn't like, so what? Yeah. And I, I know like me saying that, knowing full well, I'd be panicking. But when I really tease everything apart, it's like, so what? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I yeah. know, it's so weird. No, I, I I really, man, my like brain is going all over the place right now. I really feel this. I really feel the, like the pressure 
but trying to take Mm -hmm. the pressure off because I really am in a place right now where I have goals and I have plans and I have the expectation of reaching them. But Mm -hmm. like we are saying, I am, I am trying to let go of the idea that reaching those goals is going to look like one thing and is going to take X amount of time because it might take more time and it may not look, the process might not look like what I want it to. Actually, no, I can say with certainty, the process does not look like what I would like it to. And I'm trying to be okay with that. Trying. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I mean, that's all you can do, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I hate, again, that's another cliche thing. All you can do is try, but it's like, it's Mm -hmm. true. I, I think that like, for me, I really am, expectation is something that I'm realizing is stifling in so many different ways, but also I'm trying to let go of the idea of like, this is what that beautiful thing will look like. I'm trying to be comfortable with the idea that I will reach a beautiful thing, but what that specific beautiful thing is was not promised to me. I don't know what it will be, but it will be beautiful and I will be able to appreciate it when I get there Mm. if I can let go of specific expectations that I hold over it. Mm. There are so many things I will be able to enjoy and, and feel again, like that love and joy towards and, and satisfaction, but I have to be able to just see it for what it is and not what I wanted it to be or not what I think it should Mm be. So I I think, yeah, expectation is a really big part of that for me, that beautiful things take time and don't have any expectations for what that beautiful thing is. Just know that it it is beautiful and it will be beautiful when you arrive there because you're going to appreciate it. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. Life's not easy, man. Nope. <laughs> and we come on here every week to remind you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just dragging everybody back down to reality. It's a public yeah. service. But like, it is. Because, because it is a public service, actually. Because, let me pat ourselves on the back right here real quick. Um, because like we, like, I think we've kind of alluded to in our conversation, like no matter where you are, there will always be another thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, whether or not like, yeah, the beautiful things are different for everybody. So everyone will always feel that to an extent. So us talking about this, it's just like, remember, like, honestly, as bad as it sounds like get comfortable with feeling mm-hmm. uncomfortable because it's going to be like this mm-hmm. forever. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like just if we could just normalize the idea of being uncomfortable and being going through the fire and like being refined and just, just go through it. Like it's Mm -hmm. in the end, it's, it's good. And so knowing that everyone goes through it makes it feel a lot less isolating and it makes it feel a lot less, um, like it's abnormal. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say it does make me feel a lot better and it's almost like reassuring in a way to know that, okay, it's not just me. Like mm-hmm. we're all wishing that we were further ahead or we're all wishing that we were, you know, 
out of a process that we're in or further along or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Even if it was just you though, like that's your process. That's, that's your experience. And I think we need to start owning whatever our experience Mm -hmm. looks like. Like if it ends up being completely different than other people, and maybe we are going through something that we're not in everybody's heads. We don't know if they're actually all going through it. It's like, so own that and, and use it to, I don't know, to figure out what, what's going to be the best for you or to try to inspire you to just do better and be better and love, love what you are and love what you're doing and love the situation. Mm -hmm. That was a little rambly, but I think. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like, um, you know, the other week when at the end of the episode, I was like, I need to. I need to like sit with this for a minute and process. Yeah. I feel like that's how I feel like it. Actually, I think we were talking about a similar topic too, <laughs> but I feel like yeah. that's where I am again, because that is like, that is my real life. Okay. Like this is not just like a topic that we're talking about. This is just like, no, this is what I've been feeling all day. Like this is like yeah. our current life, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I think that's why it is so similar to what we talked about last week, because like you said, it's what we're going through. And so- we come on here and share about the things we're going yeah. through. Like what else are we yeah. supposed to do? Well, that was like, this is authentic to what's yeah, happening. That was our whole idea for this podcast was like, we'd be having these conversations anyway. And if we're having them, it means that other people are having these conversations. So let's just record it and involve everybody else in our problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much. So thank you all for being our sounding board. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just to making our your problems ears. public. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to make your problems public to us, right back. Do I mean, it. <laughs> DM us. Send us a DM at Pickle Fanny's mm-hmm. Pod on Let's Instagram. Let's just talk about our problems. We all have problems, yeah. but also, I would love if you would share a cliche piece of advice that you've received that actually helps you. I'm gonna put up a question box. And I would love, like, think about it now so that when, when it comes up, you're fully ready to go. Um, because yeah, as cliche as things might be, they're cliche because people say them often and they say them often because Mm -hmm. they're true and they help. So let us know what your cliche piece of advice that helps you or keeps you going is. We'd appreciate hearing it. I'd be curious to know. Yeah. We can all have like a little cheesy self-help party. Yeah, honestly, kind of a bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so again, <laughs> let me just plug our stuff here. Again, you could send it to Big Girl Panties Pod on Instagram or other socials, but Instagram is our main. Um, or you could send us an email at biggirlpantiespod at gmail.com. And you can follow Priya at PriyaGrace18 or myself at Shayna underscore Charles. Mm-hmm. And... I think we're wrapping up now, so I'll just keep it going, actually. Um, I was going to say, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a written rating as well as a review. Or sorry, a written review as well as a rating. (laughs) I'll get it one day. And on Spotify, you can actually now rate podcasts. So if you go to our podcast where you would be able to follow us, there's a button right beside it where you can give us a rating. We'd appreciate and love Mm -hmm. and be thankful for five stars. Um, 
because we're overachievers and we like five stars, <laughs> or at least I am. <laughs> I would, um, if I saw a four star, I might be sad, but you know, it's fine. Don't make shame of sad people. <laughs> Don't make me cry. <laughs> um, and then finally, there was one more thing I wanted to say. Was there? Um, yeah, there was, but it wasn't like a part of our normal spiel. Oh. It was just something I wanted to, to say. Um, well, clearly I forget. So it wasn't important. <laughs> I'll leave you all wondering. You're going to wake up at like Never two in the morning Never and just like sit straight up and be like, oh my gosh. Like, ah, dang it. <laughs> yeah. I'll await bottles. that text. What happens? Yeah. I hope it comes because if it doesn't, that means I'm going senile and that's scary. I'm too oh, young no. for that. Oh, no. I mean, I have started to um, prematurely but, gray. But anyway, that's a different topic for another day. Wait, actually? I mean, like, I have a few gray <gasps> hairs, and I just feel like it's rude. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so shook? <laughs> no, but I kind of love that. You know what? I always hope that one day I'm, like, the kind of woman that doesn't gray. She silvers. Yeah. Like, is there an equivalent of a silver fox, but for women? Like, you know how, like, an older man, they call him a silver fox? I hate that. But, like, if there's a woman version, love that for us. I mean, that is what I aspire to be. Whether or not it happens, I don't know. I got called ma'am at the grocery store yesterday, so I'm just not feeling great (laughs) right now. I'm just, yeah, I'm not (laughs) feeling great. (laughs) Uh, It's fine, it's fine. We love you. Yeah. It's fine. It was like some 16-year-old like stocking the shelves. And I was like standing there trying to reach and like get a loaf of bread. And she's like, oh, sorry, ma'am. Am I in your way? And I was like, excuse you. <laughs> you <laughs> I, are in my I'm way I'm going to get you fired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, enjoy. We, we had to edit on a tangent. Would it be us no. without a tangent? On brand all day, mm-hmm. every day. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Yeah. Remember, those beautiful things take time. And that's my little cliche (laughs) thing again. So, yeah. Bye, everyone. I'm going to shut up now. Bye.